0: Hey, welcome back everybody Uh Sarcasm Speaks, Jared and bob We're still here. Uh so I I meant to start on the last episode, but I forgot. So here we are. Uh we have to take a a loser lap. I was gonna call it a reverse victory lap, but I, I might as well just call it a loser lap. Uh Bob Barker died the other day. So that was another swing and a miss on the death pool. Uh we did not have him this year. However, I went back through the notes. We had him in 2021.
1: (laughs) Oh, so we saved him for two years.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we did. You're
1: welcome. You're welcome, Bob.
0: Yeah. Hey, let me see.
1: We gave him 2021 and 2022.
0: Yeah. Yep. So we had him in 2021. He was on our list. And... He did not die until like a couple days ago. So I missed out on that one. We also missed out. There was a, I mean, this is one that like a random one that we wouldn't have had anyway, but there was like a WWE wrestler. uh, Oh, Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt. Yeah. He was only 36 years old. So like, I
1: actually don't even, and that's the thing. Yeah. So he was too, yeah. There's no way
0: anyone, any one of us was going to have him on our list.
1: I also don't know really who Bray Wyatt is. But any t- anytime a fucking 36-year-old dies, like a famous 36 year old, like that shit sucks.
0: Yeah, yeah. So uh so a couple misses there on the death pool, but hey, you know, it is what it is. Uh let me see. If I go back, I think we did hit you hit two this year, right? Have I hit two? I hit one. I know that.
1: Uh... Maybe
0: we've hit two. Where is my death pool? 2023 Deathpool. Yeah, you hit Burt Bacharach. <laughs> yep,
1: let's fucking go. So you suck it, Burt.
0: You had him, Scott Steiner, Brett Favre, and Andrew Tate. <laughs> um, No, we did only hit one because. Oh, wait. Did Jake the snake die? I don't know. Did he? Because Jones had Jake the snake. I look it up, but Jake the Snake Roberts. Um, oh, this took me to his WWE page. Take me to his Wikipedia. Nope, he's alive. He's alive. Okay. Um. Nick had Ringo Starr, Sandy Koufax, Gary Busey, Paul White, who's the Big Show, and Harry Styles. Uh, none of them went, I had uh, Andy Dick, Macaulay Colkin, Louis Aparicio, and Michael Caine. None of them went, I don't think. Michael Caine didn't die, did he? I feel like I would have known that. I mean, he's old as fuck, but he's also British. British motherfuckers don't die. That's true. He's 90. He is still alive. Um. Yeah, okay. So maybe we have only hit one, which is you. You're the only one that hit. So I'm the
1: smartest man alive.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Chris was close. That I think that's what it was, because Chris had Bam Margera. And there was uh, you know, there was a couple weeks there where it was like, Oh, Bam's gonna go, but he uh still kicking. So We'll see. We still got about three months left, so we'll see. As long as we didn't go over, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah, we got at least one. Yeah. So I got some... Oh, the the Iron Sheik died. None of us had.
0: Oh, yeah, it was the Iron Sheik. That's who it was. That's right. Yeah, Jones had Ric Flair. Um. Did anyone else have, I think it was just Jones and Nick that had wrestlers. Chris had a bodybuilder, Callum Von Moger, which is funny because, so Chris has been like tiptoeing around hits because obviously, like I said, there was a couple weeks there. We thought Bam Margera was a goner, Um, but I saw everyone on Instagram. This was maybe like two months ago at this point, there was like a big name bodybuilder who I didn't know who he was, but he died because I remember seeing it and I sent it to Chris and I was like oh dude you were so close you just picked the wrong guy yeah. um so Chris has been pretty pretty on he also his his other two were Paul Pelosi and Lizzo so it's a little touch and go with Paul Pelosi for a while there let him get hot yeah and then Lizzo is just a fat mess so you know she could drop dead at any fucking second from A myriad of of health issues. (laughs) Just fucking, you throw a dart on a dartboard. She's like four hundred fucking pounds. So, I think Jones probably might be in the best shape because he has Diane Feinstein. Feinstein, she's gonna die any fucking day.
1: So, well, let's go, Diane. Hurry it up. Yeah.
0: Um, all right. So I have, I saw this thing the other, the, well, actually today, earlier today, um, it would be the other day by the time this comes out that I thought was, um, relatively disturbing. So the title of the article is America's C40 cities will ban meat dairy new clothes and private cars by 2030. So the C40 is like this group of like major cities all across the world. Um it it was it, it used to be called the C20 uh, which was like 20 20 major cities all over the world and it merged with the Clinton Climate Initiative in 2006 to become C40. So part of those uh, cities in the C40 group are Austin, not to be confused with Boston, which is also on the list. (laughs) So Austin, Boston, Chicago, Houston, LA, Miami, New Orleans, New York City, Philadelphia, Phoenix, Portland, San Francisco, Uh, Washington, D.C., and Seattle are all part of this like climate leadership group thing that says they are in favor of eliminating meat and dairy consumption, private vehicle ownership, air travel, and clothing purchases. Because apparently those are the things that are fucking up our climate.
1: Buying clothes yeah what are these people supposed to wear don't know i don't understand that one of all of them no i don't agree with the rest of them again so it's always like is is the dairy in the meat in the beef or the meat or is is that like the cow fart stuff are, yeah, we back to, are we back to cow farts?
0: Yeah. No, we've we're, we've never left cow farts, actually. Okay. So we're it, still
1: on cow farts. Yeah, we're still on cow farts. Okay. So the cows fart too much. Uh, yep. yep. But like the clothes, like, because c- c- again, so like, again, I, I don't agree with it. But like, if you said you can't eat dairy, you can't eat beef. There's plenty of other shit you can't eat. Now, again don't agree with that idea. At least it's like, like, so seriously, what the fuck are people supposed to wear? Like they can't buy clothes? Does everyone just run around naked?
0: They want people. So there's a chart here um that I, I might be able to get it and post it on our Instagram. So the chart, the, the target for 2030, the ambitious targets, they have two columns. They have the progressive target and the ambitious target. So the ambitious target for 2030, which is seven years from now, zero kilograms of meat consumption per person.
1: You said meat, not beef, huh? Yes. Oh, I, said, I, said I heard meat. that wrong. Yeah. So then when you said dairy or you said, you said meat, I figured it was beef and dairy because of the cows and their hearts.
0: Nope. nope, meat and dairy. So zero kilograms of meat consumption zero kilograms of dairy consumption uh per person per year Twenty five thousand calories per person per day that's there you
1: say hold on what was
0: that number you just said which one the How calories thousands 20... oh, 2500 sorry 2500 oh, okay to 20,
1: 25,000 calories per day. I'm yeah, like so if I we're not eating meat we're not, so eating, it's, meat, it's we're not eating dairy. As,
0: it's it's written out and then it says k cows, so I added the 1000 for oh. the k Um so it's 20 2500 calories in a day, but you're not allowed to have any any meat or dairy in the day. So they want you to go vegan basically. Yeah. Uh, they want everyone to be vegan by 2030. And then the maximum number of clothing items per person per year that can be purchased are three. You can buy three items of clothing. Now, does that mean like one t-shirt, one pair of shorts, and one pair of pants? Or like, do sneakers count? Like, are you allowed to buy a pair of shoes? Like, what are are we doing? How does that work? Three, Three new clothing items per person per year. They want zero Zero private owned vehicles per person per year, and one short haul return flight less than for less than fifteen hundred kilometers. I don't know what that is in miles, uh, every three years per person. So you're allowed to take one short trip every three years. That's what they want to impose on people by 2030 in these cities, which again are Austin, Boston, Chicago, Houston, LA, Miami, New Orleans, New York, Philly, Phoenix, Portland, San Fran, DC, and Seattle. That should go over well. Yeah. The ultimate goal, zero kilograms of meat consumption and zero kilograms of dairy consumption. Per person per year.
1: I'm just glad they went with something that was completely realistic. Yeah. Yeah. In yeah. seven years, do they actually think that this is gonna happen?
0: Um, who the fuck knows? So
1: might be the most unrealistic thing
0: I've ever heard. Yeah. Yeah. So the the interesting part of this article, uh, so the, the article comes from valuetainment.com, which is owned by Patrick Bet David. Um, I'm not sure if you are familiar nope. with him, um, but he's phenomenal. Uh, he is a rich entrepreneur guy. He's from Pakistan, I think. Like the India, Pakistan, Bangladesh, like he's from one of those places. Um, His parents came over. So he's a first generation American, I believe, or maybe he was born there and came over. He does have an accent, um, but either way, he's super rich and he is he has his own podcast that's super popular. Uh, He's been on Rogan a few times, um, but he is more of like the in your face, like personal responsibility type of guy, right? Like, don't sit there and feel sorry for yourself. There's things you can do to fucking change your circumstances and, you know, make your life better type of thing. Like that's, that's basically like his thoughts and podcast in a oversimplified nutshell. Um, So he owns this website where this is from. So in this one small little paragraph on the, uh, on this article, it says, despite so called fact checks from mainstream media claiming that these targets do not constitute real policy recommendations, C40 cities across the US have followed in lockstep with the agenda. So they're saying, right, this article has this chart. They're putting it out there. This is what they want zero meat, zero dairy by 2030. Mainstream media is like, oh, no, 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 no. That's not really what they're saying. But. Earlier this year, New York City Mayor Eric Adams placed restrictions on meat and dairy products served by public institutions. California, meanwhile, has been at the forefront of the push for electric vehicles. And at the same time, in Europe, the UK banned the sale of gas vehicles after 2030. And France also banned short-haul air travel. So you have the mainstream media and these people being like oh no 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 no, we're not we're not trying to get everyone to not eat meat and dairy and and ban flights and and ban personal vehicle ownership well no, no 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 we're not really doing that that's conspiracy theory stuff you're listening to these people that are against us that's conspiracy theories we're not doing any of that however they are doing that because they're enacting these policies that are doing that so like i said france Banned short haul flights, right? So, like, you're not allowed to get in a plane. I don't know. I don't know what the distance is, right? But, you know, theoretically, say, like, you're not allowed to get in a plane for a plane ride that could take a two hour drive, say, right? Like, you, you can't, you know, that would be equivalent of like, you're no longer allowed to fly from Boston to New York, right? You can drive, just drive to New York or take the train or do something right like oh you, there's no more flights like i would imagine that's crap prob- yeah yeah hop on a uh, bicycle a, ho- a horse and buggy like the oregon trail um and then the uk banned the sale of gas vehicles by 2030 so after 2030 you can't buy a new gas a gas car gas powered car in the uk but yeah they're not actually trying to do any of this though So don't listen. Don't listen to the people that say they are because they're not despite their actions.
1: Um, at what point do I need to go buy a farm in the middle of fucking nowhere, build a golf course on it, and then just like live off the land? Like, at what point do I need to start doing this? I think we're getting pretty close because this is insane. Yeah, it's
0: pretty wild. Luckily, I don't actually live in Boston. So, is that same? Same. I'm far enough away where I'm safe. And I also live in a part of the state where it's not very blue, <laughs> which is kind of nice. But, but yeah. So, like, this is a legit thing, right? Like, like I said, New York is already enacting policies to stop serving meat and dairy in their like public facilities.
1: These places fucking suck. It's too bad New Orleans is on that list too. I like New Orleans. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So the, the weird thing about it though too, right? Is if you want to get really conspiratorial, but even not really, right? I say that, and now I, I take that back because it's not conspiratorial, right? It's common sense. To your question that you said at the very beginning, when I laid this out, what does clothing have to do with any of it? I don't yeah, know. I'm I'm missing right?
1: the like the clothing thing still doesn't make any sense.
0: So, if again, I know I, we did this a couple episodes ago, right? Where it's like talking about politics, where it's like I'm just a common fucking moron. But if you sit here and tell me to use common sense to try and figure out what all these things are leading to, right? I'm just trying to add 1 plus 2 plus 3 plus 4 and, you know, see if I get 10, right? And if I'm adding all these things up, to me, that's a population control thing right that's a ruling the ruling class the quote-unquote ruling class is trying to establish parameters to keep the underclass in their place right because the upper class aren't going to stop buying new clothes and eating meat and dairy and traveling on planes right like all these people that are like Oh no! You you have to stop flying, and you need to buy an electric car, and you can't do all this. They own private jets, and they fly they fly private jets everywhere. I mean, like like Bill Gates and all these fucking losers that go to all these like climate summits. They all fly their on private jets. They're all billionaires, right? Like, you think Bill Gates eats a fucking vegan diet? I highly doubt it, right? Like, well, maybe he does because he looks like a bag of fucking shit, a literal bag of shit. Like if I went outside and grabbed a bag of picket shit that I pick up and put it down, like that is the same body type of Bill Gates. So maybe he is a vegan. Um, but it's like, you're focusing on the things that don't matter, right? Like if you want as goofy as it was, when we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, or a couple episodes ago, at least about the cargo ships with the sails on them. And it's like, hey, yeah, they're, they're called sailboats right? Like they've been around forever, but they have this Literally like new forever. thing. Like at least they're trying to do the effective thing because cargo ships are the number one uh, cause of emissions. I think in the, in the entire world it's cargo ships. So like by putting stupid goofy ass sales on cargo ships, I mean, at least you're attacking the problem. Right in a head-on way. If the problem is emissions and cargo ships are the number one emissions, you're like, oh, I know, let's just put sales on them. Okay, well, it's dumb, but like you're heading in the right direction, right? Like you're you're warm. You're getting warmer, right? Like you're getting there. But when you're when you're saying like you're trying to fix climate change and you're telling people they can only buy three pieces of clothing a year and they can't drink milk and they can't eat meat. That's not effective. That's population control type of things. Like that's implementing policies to keep people oppressed in a way. That is a, a it's oppression, right? In in however way you want to look at it, that is oppression. You can only buy three pieces of clothing a year, and you can't eat any meat or dairy.
1: That would be good going to your employer where they're like, okay, you need to wear like whatever to work. And it's like, sorry, man, I can't. I, I can only buy three pieces of clothing. And that uniform is five.
0: Yeah. Yeah. A shirt, really? tie, jacket, pants, and shoes. That's what? Shirt, tie, jacket, pants, shoes. That's five. Socks. Socks, yeah.
1: Undershirt. Yeah.
0: I don't get it. I don't either. Unless don't it is it. the whole control thing, right? You're trying to you're trying to keep the uh keep the people down. Like the zero zero understand. private vehicles, too. Zero privately owned vehicles. Like they don't want anyone to own a car.
1: Yeah, it's a weird yeah. It's a weird
0: one. Well, it's all weird. It's all weird, right? Like it's it's weird. <laughs>
1: well, I will say one thing. If you're in any of these cities and you don't like it, fucking leave.
0: Yeah. Yeah? I mean, that's how you uh it's the only thing you can do about it. That's how you get believe. shit to change, right? I saw something the other day that um the ESG stuff is already starting to slow down. So, BlackRock, who we have we've talked about BlackRock before. Uh, on the show but BlackRock is wicked fucking sketchy um they basically have their hand in it, literally everything um especially in real estate now like they're part of the problem in real estate they're going over the country, all over the country and buying homes like regular homes and then renting them to people so people will never be able to own a home it's it's a whole thing whatever you guys can go down your own rabbit holes with BlackRock. um they're a piece of shit company but the um they invest in companies right like that's what they do they're they they're a fund management company um mostly right so they invest their money in companies that have high esg scores which are environmental and social governance scores. That's what ESG stands for. So the whole reason why Bud Light went through the Dylan Mulvaney thing was for ESG points, right? Like it's all of the the whole like Target and their whole trans bathing suits and like, we got to do all this. It's all ESG. So because companies like blackrock and vanguard and all of these like money management firms assign scores to major companies all across the country they assign an esg score so if your esg score is 87 right that's a b plus you would get more money than someone who scored a 71 or a c minus right so how do you get these points it's You know the company policies. Who's in what positions in the company? Is the is the person a a woman? Are they trans? Are they fucking minority? How many? All this stuff. There's like an algorithm that you know BlackRock, Vanguard, etc. Go through and give major companies an ESG score, and that's how they determine, you know, where their money is going to be invested into. So that's a lot of like the 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 issues that have been driven more recently like i said with with bud light and target and things like that it's the whole esg bullshit and why you see people like they it's you know for lack of a better term like the di- diversity hires basically it, it they're done on purpose to get more money from investors right they're trying to make their company look better well there's been massive backlash to that over the last probably 6 months to a year right that we've seen in the public light with target and bud light but also behind the scenes with some other companies and finally i read an article i think it was yesterday that said blackrock came out and said they're going to be loosening their guidelines on esg investing so they're going to not be as strict about investing money in companies solely based on their esg score because there's just been massive backlash by people all over the place. And it's like that's how you fix the bullshit. Right. If and I've said I said this when when Bud Light was was going through the whole thing in the first place. Like, this is how the market is supposed to work. This is how free market economics is it works. If there's a company that stands for something, right? That you don't like, then you don't spend your money with that company. And then they don't make money and they go out of business and they disappear if enough people don't like that company. Right. Like it's the whole thought process again behind free speech and like the country was founded on that and the First Amendment, the protection of free speech. Like you need to be able to allow the market to decide things. So, like, yes, does it suck that? Someone could go dress up like Hitler and stand in front of the Holocaust um memorial and perform whatever the fuck they want to perform. Yeah, that's really shitty. But if no one shows up to that rally, then is it ever gonna happen again? Oh, probably not, right? Like if no one donates to that fund, then it's gonna run out of money and it's gonna cease to exist, right? Like People don't like what Bud Light stands for. They stop spending the money. The company tanks, right? Like, that's how it's supposed to work. So, if all these people are finding out, like, oh, you know, this company is only doing all these things for their ESG score to get more money, well, stop spending your money with that company. And then their stock plummets. And then they freak out and they have to do all kinds of weird shit. And then Because companies like BlackRock and Vanguard own a ton of stock in Target because Target had a high ESG score. And people said, fuck Target and stop spending money there. Now BlackRock and Vanguard just lost a ton of money because the stock tanked and they were invested in that stock. So it's like all of this has happened. And now it's brought us to BlackRock saying, maybe we should lessen our, our... our ESG investing. We're still going to take it into account, but it's going to be a little bit less than what it's been recently.
1: Now, I'm no um, financial advisor or stockbroker or anything. Uh, Wouldn't... No, I I could be wrong here. Wouldn't you want to invest in companies that you believe will make you the most money? Uh, That's what you should do. I mean... Is that like a bad investment strategy? Like the like <laughs> investing in the one that yeah. will earn you the most
0: money. You know, to a normal fucking moron like me, uh, that makes a ton of sense, right? But so I, I think what why, it,
1: I guess that's why I'm not on Wall Street.
0: I think what it comes down to is again, it's um, what is it, Occam's Razor where it's like never attribute malice where incompetence can be the answer. Like I think what is going on, right? So Larry Fink is the CEO of BlackRock. I think, again, I don't know the guy. I know nothing about him. I hate his company. Yeah. I think it's wicked fucking sketchy, all the businesses they that they do, what they're involved in. But I really do think that Larry Fink thinks He's doing good things, right? I believe that he thinks in his position as CEO of this. What did I say when we looked them up? What are they like? $14 trillion that they manage. They're the largest money management firm in the globe. And I think it's $14 trillion that they manage across their whole portfolio. So I really do believe that Larry Fink thinks that he is in a position where he needs to do these things to help people, right? He thinks that the ESG scores are important because it shows that companies are diverse and they're hiring on, you know, whatever diverse things that they need to do. You know, their policies are protecting minorities and things like that. Because in theory, it sounds like a good thing, right? Like, to have a company that has a black female ceo and a transgender fucking v, uh president of accounting or executive vice president of finance or something like that like it sounds good right but like it all comes back to is that the best person for the job right because I, if i'm a ceo of a company i don't give a shit if a person is white, black, green, trans, woman, pansexual, I don't give a fuck. I want the best person for the job. If the best person to be my CFO, again, if I'm the CEO of the company, if the best person that I could find to be my CFO is a uh, non-binary a black person that identifies as a Latino and on Tuesdays thinks that they're a cat. Okay, yeah, that's kind of fucking weird. But like, you're a goddamn fucking great CFO. So you're hired, right? Like that's, that's what it should come down to. The unfortunate side of that is that's not always how it goes, right? And, you know, we see that in a lot of places. We see people get hired because they check a box, right? They check that ESG score box, right? So it's like, oh, if we hire these three people, our ESG score will go up. So then we'll get more money from investors and our stock prices will go up and you know, so on and so forth. So it's like, it's just, it ends up being bad. But the theory is good, right? Kind of like communism. (laughs) Like in theory, it's it's fucking great, right? Like, and, and I understand it comes from a good, it comes from a good place, right? It's a good hearted theory. You're trying to help people, but in practice, it doesn't really always work that great.
1: But it does feel like everyone also is in a race, like a race for stupidity. Like how yes. stupid can you be? Yeah. And who can be the dumbest fastest? Yeah.
0: But I mean, like I said, it is starting to swing the other way. Um, but I don't know. It's It's interesting all the same, right? So, I don't know. Just fucking learn more about where you're spending your money, I guess. <laughs> I, don't <know. laughs> I don't
1: know. I don't know. I got, I, I got,
0: or just move out of the city. Like you had said before, I would, just, I
1: would just leave. Right.
0: Like if you live, if you live in one of those cities that's trying to do something stupid, just leave the city. So, um, Oh, you got anything else or you want to? Uh... Well, it's almost time to wrap up, I guess. I, saying, I don't know how long we've been
1: going. I don't really have yeah. much else. I haven't.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't know what goes on in the world anymore.
0: It's what happens when we do two straight hours of, of podcasting.
1: <laughs> yeah. And again, it's like August is busy for me. I had a lot of golf to play. I could just couldn't be bothered. <laughs> I don't know what's happening in the world. And everything that's happening in the world is too fucking stupid
0: yeah yeah and I mean this is gonna be Thursday's episode but uh we did have the meat party yesterday which went pretty well we did have a meat party yesterday yeah all the food was delicious um Vinny of course of all people stole the show with his on accident pulled pork that might might have ended up being some of the best pulled pork that I have I've had ever if not, if not ever in a very long time. So did you, yeah, you
1: had some, right? I had some, it was good. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't catch like the whole process. Cause he also like, didn't really explain it. It's like, oh, what'd you do to it? I don't know. Like yeah. I was like up at five and the dog and four 30. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. You're rambling about random time. Like what time did you get up?
0: Yeah, Like, <laughs> <laughs> and why was
1: it 4 30? And why was the dog going crazy with you at 4 30 making pulled pork? Like, what the and fuck? What does that happen? have
0: to do with the pulled pork recipe? Yeah. So,
1: like, but like, what the fuck did you do to that? I don't know. I didn't couldn't get anything out of him.
0: Well, basically, what I got from him was I found this recipe, but as I was doing it at 4:30 in the morning, I realized that I didn't have what I needed from the recipe. So then I just made it up. So I was like, okay, so you made your own recipe? And I was like, can you send me whatever you did? And he was like, yeah, yeah, I'll send you the recipe that I used. And I'm like, but you didn't you didn't follow the recipe.
1: It's as infuriating as it sounds <laughs> to, in- to interact with our friends. Yeah.
0: <laughs> myself
1: included. Mys- I, 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 it's gotta be
0: awful to speak to me. It's gotta be so bad. I don't know why anyone wants to talk to us. I don't. And then you get us all together and it's just like a big ball of fucking dumb. Yeah. Just pure pure awful. Yep.
1: Dude.
0: Yep. We got lucky on weather though. We did. Yeah, it. up until like the morning of. It was it looked like it was going to rain all day and then we didn't get any rain at all. So it was supposed to rain all day today too. And obviously it didn't. And I was pissed because I probably could have golfed. I pr- I probably could have at least when it got out for nine at some point, but I didn't make a tee time because I was like, well, it's going to rain all day. So.
1: We so. didn't come close to the 50 pounds of meat though. No. Also a good thing we didn't because. What we did make didn't get eaten
0: either. So No, no. I have so many leftovers. (laughs) I literally, like I went to Market Basket today and I didn't buy any meat.
1: See, you'll fit right in in these cities.
0: (laughs) Well, we have a fridge full of meat.
1: (laughs) Uh, See, just stop buying clothes and you'll fit right in. Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm just getting ready. I'm getting ready for 2030. I'm doing my part. I mean, because I bought... I bought four pounds of chicken wings from the meat bar and the ribs that were, I don't know, maybe those were like four pounds, five, five pounds, maybe it ended up being like 17 bucks. I don't know how much ribs go. What is it like three 99 a pound for ribs or something? Yeah. Something like that. I think so. You know, four four ish pounds of ribs, four pound four and a half pounds of chicken wings. Um Jones got the tri-tip that I think was probably four and change. Right? What does that put us at? Like thirteen pounds total? Ish. Then Vinny brought pulled pork that was probably. Roughly five pounds, but it had the bone in.
1: Doesn't matter. No, so, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't do semantics.
0: Yeah. So five pounds there. Uh, and I mean, your jambalaya was pretty heavy, but it's not all meat.
1: Yeah. That was only like two and a half pounds of meat in there.
0: Yeah. So 17 to or we had roughly 20, 20, 20 pounds of meat.
1: The other thing is, though, at when we did uh, Cunty Chris's, like his whole family was there, Christine's whole family was there, yeah. Then it's like all the in laws
0: and whole thing, yeah, yeah. And I mean, you know, obviously, Nick wasn't able to make it, Bill couldn't make it, so that's like that's. Two guys that can eat. <laughs>
1: um, also, f- the f- the fifty pounds was fucking crazy too.
0: Like yeah, that was way too much food. It's crazy to think that we had twenty pounds of meat yesterday, and there was fifty pounds at at Chris's house because that's more than double what we had yesterday.
1: Yeah, but like the pork butt itself was like. Oh,
0: I had a couple. So- I had the sausages too. The garlic and cheese sausage. Yeah. So being think... less, but still less than like probably 22 pounds, less than 25 pounds for sure. Yes. We had some big stuff too.
1: Like I think the pulled pork his father, his father did was like 12, oh, was wow. like a 12 pound pork butt.
0: Yeah. <laughs> huh. Yep. And my fridge is full of meat still. Well, credit to your fridge. Yeah. I'm going to be eating it all week. It's fucking delicious. I ate it. I ate it for both lunch and dinner today. (laughs) Between all of it, between the ribs, the wings, the jambalaya, the mac and cheese, fucking everything. So it was good. It was worth it. Uh, I guess now we can wrap things up. So. I know like
1: we're not like a pro cyclist show, (laughs)
0: but I would go as far to say we could be anti cyclist.
1: It's like if you want to ride a bike, fine, but it's like we do like we need to seriously get to a point where cyclists either need to be a car or not because they are like, again, when it's convenient, they're a car when it's inconvenient, they're not a car. So it's like it it's happened to me at the same intersection a couple times now. I'm at a stop sign. I see I see bikes coming and I'm like, they're not gonna stop at this stop sign. There's no way. Like, there's not a chance they're gonna stop at the stop sign. They're gonna drive, they're riding in the middle of the road, but they're not gonna stop at the stop sign. Now I was lucky where I beat like again, I beat them to the stop sign both times. Yeah. But then, like, even today, it was, like, three bicycles in the middle of the road. One person threw, like, a left turn up. And then, like, two of them took the turn, but one didn't take the turn. So it's, like, what are we, like, what the fuck are we doing here? Like, and then it's, like. So are we going to be cars or are we not going to be cars? And then if there's three of you together, are you like one car or is this like like, like you one car with passenger? Like, what the fuck now? Yeah. Because it was like one of the guys like, yeah, because like one of the guys didn't make the turn. So I just kept going. Like I'm like, what are you like? What, what are we doing? Like, are you cars or not cars? And like, if you're not cars, get the fuck out of here. And if you are cars... Just play by the fucking rules. Yeah. Figure it the fuck out.
0: Yeah, it's not that hard to just follow the fucking rules.
1: Like, if you're going to be a car, if or if you're going to drive in the middle of the road, you should pretend you're a car. Yes. Stop at stop signs.
0: Yes, I 100% agree.
1: And if you're making a turn, and I'm going straight, I'm probably not letting you go. So fucking wait on your side.
0: Right. Just like you would in a car.
1: Yeah. So if you want to be, if you're going to be in the middle of the road, fucking act like a car fucking assholes yeah
0: well especially
1: in places where there are no bike lanes there are no like there's no space yeah so if you're going to be in the middle of the road be in the middle of the
0: fucking road the best part is like the shit bags in cambridge that have their own bike lanes and have their own stoplights too like the uh i think it's the bu bridge that i the, uh, I think that's where it is that because I go, I mean, I go across the BU bridge and the Harvard br- or the MIT bridge um, quite a bit. But I think there's like an area right around the BU bridge where they actually have bicycle stoplights.
1: Well, I got them at um, like, uh, leechmere area, too. That's yeah. where I first saw them. I brought it up one time because I saw yeah. it going to my grandmother's.
0: And they still don't follow them. No,
1: because again, it's when convenient.
0: So it's like you. we gave you your own lane, we gave you your own stoplights, and you still choose to just fucking ignore the stoplights. So like in my opinion, as awful as this sounds, if you get hit by a car and you had a red bicycle light, that's Don't your you. fault. That's your own fault.
1: And actually, I bet you you'll start like that'll start to be a thing. Yeah. Like, oh, well, you ran your red bike light. I don't know. I mean, there's going to be, I, I think it'll take a while, but there's going to be a, there's going to be a fucking time where bicycles are going to like, everyone's going to be moving to bicycles or trying to get them all involved, whatever. And it's like, you, you, if you're going to be in the road, you have to be a car. Like, well, that's, yeah,
0: because by 2030, no one's allowed to own a car. That's true. No one can have a car.
1: Yeah. Cambridge should be one of those C40s. <laughs> yeah. Hell. Basically is. But, yeah, bikes are fucking stupid. Again, just like we're at war. Pick a side.
0: (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, my final thought is. um, So. Obviously, if if you're not, like, if this isn't the first episode that you're ever listened to or watched, uh, if it is welcome, but most likely it's not. Uh, you guys know that we are having a kid soon right that was like part of the whole reason with the meat party and all that stuff um so my work gives me four weeks fully paid for paternity leave right so it's 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 a sliding scale like if you've worked there for I think it's less than four years, you get four weeks. And if you've been there for more than four years, they give you eight weeks. But in the state of Massachusetts, there's the PFML, which is the Paid Family Medical Leave Act, which covers you for 12 weeks of leave. So whether your work gives you any, the state will cover the difference up to 12 weeks, right? So in my case, my job will give me four weeks. So the state provides me with eight. So I go through the application process. Everything's all set. I got my application in a while ago. The only thing I need to, you know, actually certify it and start it is the birth certificate from the the baby. So as soon as I get them the birth certificate, boom, they'll file it. They'll make it official, and I'm on leave. But in talking to one of the people on the phone, I discovered that they don't actually give you eight weeks. They tell you, we give you eight weeks. However, they only pay you for seven. So the first week of the eight weeks is unpaid. Now, you know we don't have to go down and get into like the, the nitty gritty logistics here, but because it is also the state, my pay is capped at about, and it it caps at a certain number right? So it doesn't go above this number, regardless of what you make in a year. And whatever the number that it is, the cap of, I think is probably like roughly 50%. It's it's a little bit more, it might be like 55% of my actual salary, right? So I'm going to live off. So for eight weeks, when I'm getting paid from the state, I'm not getting paid for one week at all because while I'm out my job doesn't pay me. That's the whole thing, right? Like my job doesn't pay me, the state does. So for this 8 8 week period, I'm only getting paid for 7. And of those 7 weeks, I only get paid 55% of my normal salary that I normally would get paid for my job because the state, you know, won't pay above a certain amount per week. So yeah, I get it. Right. Like, cause anyone out there, especially someone that's older, like if you're a fucking uh Gen Xer or a boomer, like, oh, well, you know, why are you taking all those time off? Like all the guys I work with, right? Cause I've worked in the the white collar industry. Also, all the guys in like their fifties, sixties, seventies, are like, what do you mean you're taking off twelve weeks for a baby? It's, Don't you have a wife? It's like, yeah, man, this this isn't nineteen seventy, where like you know, the dad just disappears all day and the wife stays home and works and takes care of the baby. Like one, the way, like that's not how the world works anymore, but two, it's very difficult for people to live off of a single salary. Now it was very, it was a lot easier for that in the seventies, eighties, and even the nineties, right. For people, for families to be supported off of a single salary. Now it's not so easy. So there's a lot of different factors there, right? But, you know, I talk to p- older people at work and they're like, wow, wow, you're going to take all 12 weeks, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I'm allowed to. Why would I take less than what I'm allowed? Well, you know, I just figured you'd, you'd want to get back to work. I mean, I'm allowed to take 12 weeks, so I'm going to do it. You know what I mean? It's one of those things. But yeah, I just think it's hilarious that it's a sham from the state. And I don't know if you're, if you're going to say shame on me for thinking that the state would be any better, uh, I guess I'll allow you to, to, to say that and shame me, but what a fucking joke, dude. They're like, oh yeah, we'll pay you for eight weeks, but we're not going to pay you more than this much a week. And I know we said we'll cover you for eight weeks, but we're only going to pay you for seven.
1: Yeah. Isn't there also like. You can only get paid what you've put in. Like, is it one of those situations too? No. Or is that... That might be something different. Or is that something else through that program, but not the paternity side?
0: Yes. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same program, but it's something different.
1: Yeah. Because you can take like medical leave, but... Right. Because you're taking paternity specifically. Like, yeah, I think you could take a medical leave, but then it's like they can only yeah, you can only earn what you've like paid into it. And then it's like, if you want more, they're going to withhold more. Like in the future, it's fucking, it's something stupid. Like, yeah, it's like one of those things like, Hey, we have this program, but if you want to use it, like your life is hell. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, so when I found this out, when I was talking to the person on the phone, um, the woman was super nice that I talked to from the, you know, the PFML office in the state. But I was like, so why do you say that you cover eight, but you only pay for seven? And her response was, well, usually people just take vacation for that first week. And I was like, so because she goes, so you still get paid. I was like, but so then you don't cover for eight. She's like, well, we do cover you for eight. But you don't because you I only get paid for seven. She's like, yeah, but that first week, you know, between processing and all this stuff, you know, it's you're, you're protected from your job. You, you know, you're not going to lose your job in that week. I was like, so why don't you just tell people that you, you pay for seven, you pay for 11 weeks of paternity leave? Like, you know because why? if, if, if you work for a it's job, eleven, then it's only 10. Well, then it's 10. Yeah. Yeah. But like, say it's 11, if you pay for 11, right? Like just, just do why what would it, you say. Would be,
1: hey, why would it be that? I know.
0: I know. So, like, if someone's job didn't give them any paternity leave, the state would be like, "Oh, don't worry, we got you for twelve weeks." Oh, but by the way, we're only going to pay you for eleven, and the number is capped at this much.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. So, like, let's just say, so let's use let's use your math. So, if you make a hundred k a year, and let's just pretend that they give you half, so you are getting a prorated. Based on fifty thousand, or you know what? I'm going to use 104. So say you make $104,000 a year, divide that by 52. That's $2,000 a week. Right. So they're going to pay you $1,000 a week because they're only giving you half. Right. And they're going to do it for seven weeks. So the sum is seven grand in this situation.
0: And then take taxes out of that too
1: correct <laughs> all they would do is if they were going to pay you for the 8 you would still get the 7 grand you would just make less for the each week that's all it would, that's all it would be like right and that's why like you hear some people like make these arguments it's like all they're going to do is just move the money around like you get what you get that's it right right like if they gave it to you in a lump like the only reason they don't give it to you in a lump sum is cuz then you would just go back to work right um <laughs> <laughs> But that's all they would do if if the number like again if you make one hundred four thousand dollars hypothetical situation you make one hundred four thousand right, right. dollars a year and they're paying you about fifty percent it's seven k so yeah. you're getting seven grand whether it's seven weeks or eight weeks it doesn't matter right if it's if they it's like well it should pay for eight it's like okay well instead of a thousand you get eight hundred <laughs> like it's yeah yeah <laughs> it's the same thing
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: or 850, whatever it would be, like whatever that math comes out to. Yeah. Like you're only getting what you get.
0: But it's also a sliding scale based on your salary up to a certain amount, right? So like if you make if you make $52,000 a year, right? And you make $1,000 a week, you're probably not going to get the $1,000 a week from the state. It's the thousand, like, again, and just in this hypothetical situation, if a thousand, if a thousand dollars is, is the maximum, like you'll only get a thousand dollars a week if you make more than $52,000 a year. Right. So it's like, or 104. Yeah. yeah. If you make, if you make $104,000 a year, you'll get the equivalent of $52,000 a year for seven weeks. But if you make 52 a year, you may only get the equivalent of like, thirty thousand dollars for seven weeks yeah right it's not like you get this much up to here it's a percentage up to here not to exceed so you know what the real flaw in your logic
1: is right is you're you're relying
0: on the state for anything
1: well yeah number one that's on you (laughs) yeah yeah that's fucking on you yeah so if you thought the state was going to do something for you, that's fucking your fault. That's no one else's fault. That's not the state's fault. That's not sketchy shit by the state. That's on you. You right. and you alone because you fucking should know better than that. Correct. They can't make the deal that good because then everyone will use it. If every if every mother and father maxed out their PFML through the state, how low do you think that percentage would be the following year? It'd be fucking thirty percent. It would yeah. be comical. You may as yeah. well just go on unemployment.
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: you would actually truthfully, you would actually probably just be better off taking two weeks uh from your employer and just being like, please just don't fire me <laughs> no're like we won't fire you but you got to be back in two weeks. It's like, okay, sounds yeah. good. <laughs> no, because if people, if the deal was good, everyone would use it. And then the, the program doesn't work. Because again, this is all just math. This is all right. just math. All we're doing is math. Like right? they figured out some dollar figure and then they figured out how many people are going to cash this thing in. They just divide and whatever. So if the deal was good, everyone would use it. And then you don't have the deal anymore because it doesn't like the system doesn't work. It's almost like, um, it's mostly it's almost like insurance, which is a fucking scam, too. right. If everyone like used everything that they needed to use, like it doesn't work. right, right. or like a car insurance. If everyone had a claim every single fucking year, the insurance system would fucking collapse. Yeah. (laughs) They rely on people not using it. Right. It's like a gym membership. (laughs) Right. So, like, that's why that is that way. And truthfully, like, to be perfectly honest, like, if I was going to speak from my own personal listenings, like, from what I listen to, it is rare for, for most fathers to max out the PFML and whatever their, their employer offers. That could be because whatever, like, again, that rate, like the 55%, they just look at it and go, what the fuck am I supposed to do with that? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like I may as well just go, like, again, I may as well just take two weeks vacation and just go back to work. Right. Right. And especially, like, again, because you said, again, it's a sliding scale. So if you even don't get 55%, right? Fucking good luck. Yeah, yeah. Or if you work off commission, oh, my God, it's got to be so fucking messy. Yeah. Like, if you're a sales guy, you work on commission. Oh, ew. So, yeah, uh, moral of the story, I guess, shame on you for using that
0: program. Is that is that <laughs> is that what we were getting at? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah. Yep. So great state we got here. Well, what do you think it is in other states? Oh, they probably don't even have that. Yeah. So you only have to rely on your job.
1: Yeah. The only reason you have this luxury is because of where you do live.
0: Correct. Yeah.
1: Otherwise, yeah, you'd be the classic, oh, the baby was born and I was back at work in five minutes yeah. or whatever the
0: fuck <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: some of these people say. Yeah. Paternity leave. I took two days.
0: <laughs> yeah, like the guys that are in their sixties that I work with. Like, oh yeah, you, well that back you're, then you're, you're actually going to take your paternity leave. To be fair, there
1: wasn't paternity leave back then. Well, yeah,
0: that's true. Yeah, that that, that wasn't there was there
1: was there was no protection for employers, employees employees <laughs> yeah. back then. Yeah, and there was probably like no retaliation clauses either. Where like yeah. <laughs> if you were like, oh, I'm going to take paternity leave, and they go for how long uh two weeks just don't come back yeah yeah <laughs> like we're good if you're gonna take two weeks
0: like we're good here yeah yeah so well it's it's also funny too because i mean obviously through this whole process you talk to a bunch of different people that are, have had kids or in also in the process and you hear all this shit, right and people are like well, you know, in Europe, they get this or it's like Sweden. We fucking live in Europe. Sweden is the big one. They're like, well, we live in, in, fucking in Sweden, Sweden, they give parents six months. Do each, we live in Sweden parent. or have you ever fucking been to Sweden? I Exactly. Right. And it's like, yeah, man, like that's pretty cool. But like, we don't live there.
1: Have you ever met a fucking Swedish person that came here and then fucking went back?
0: <laughs> Only ones that are on a visa. <laughs> That they have yeah, they they went have, back they have to go back yeah <laughs> yeah
1: so yeah the, the few swedish people i know it's a great place to visit <laughs> sounds good yeah yeah it's great wow, great place to visit
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that uh that's gonna do it it's gonna do it for us so uh, thank you for watching. If you're on YouTube, don't forget to click subscribe up top. Uh, give us a thumbs up down there, and uh, comment. You can like and review us. If you're an audio only guy too, uh, subscribe there as well. Tell everybody you know about the show. Uh, you can get us on Instagram at Sarcasm Speaks Pod. Twitter is Sarcasm_Speaks. Facebook is Sarcasm Speaks. Website sarcasm speaks.com. Go to the merch store. Buy some of our merch through the link in our Instagram bio. Uh, and while you're buying shit, uh, you can go spend some money at mybookie.com and use the promo code sarcasmpod uh, to double your first deposit up to a thousand bucks. Uh, and then you can head to noonbrew.com, which I was drinking in this episode. If you're watching, you can see. Um, you go to noonbrew, use the promo code that is in the show notes, and you will get 10% off your order every single time you check out over there. And last but not least, we have the ice pod company i uh, go to their website i think it's the i always mess it up i think it's the pod company.co uh, and use the promo code in the show notes to get ten dollars off of your purchase over there uh, and free shipping i think it's ten dollars off plus free shipping um i always forget that part so that's gonna do it for us uh until next time good night everybody